When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen, this is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. I'm your host Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen before and we read those scripts. That was a fun, a little upbeat. Uh, Like I said, he's never seen it. On today's episode, Dan Wilbur, incredibly funny stand-up comedian, joins us. Dan has never seen The Northman, but he rewrote it and we read his script. It's incredible. Just, just, uh, I'm, I had the best time with Dan. Uh, we're joined as well by Bailey Norton. She's funny, as always, just incredibly hilarious. This is a fun time. We're really, really nice time. Dan's Northman script is great. We play some dad game. We play some uh, uh, What's in the Boxed, which is a new favorite game I've been having fun with, and I hope you have as well. You're going to love this episode. If you like Dan, follow him online at Dan Wilbur. He has a new album out called Husband Material, where you can find wherever you listen to that sort of stuff. Album.link slash Dan Wilbur. We'll take you to those options. And, you know, if you didn't listen last week, maybe the past couple weeks, uh, Starburns Audio has gone under, which is unfortunate for us here at the show. I did, however, find a uh, not-too-ridiculously-expensive, very tiny little studio box that I am... Well, it's just an empty box. But I'm in the process of converting it into a new studio so I can have a place to keep this podcast going pretty much uh, solo. You know, calling in a lot of favors, all that sort of stuff. I say so, nothing solo. Million people are helping. Well, not a million. A lot of people are helping, but I'm going to be running independent here for a while. Thank you so much for listening. You can find uh, more, especially as this new studio gets up here today and tomorrow, uh, at uh, Patreon.com/slash Never Seen It. I'm at Kyle Ayers on stuff. Uh, you know, Instagram and Twitter at Kyle Ayers Things on TikTok, and uh, you know, enjoy the episode. Uh, Dan is just wonderful. He, Dan Wilbur has never seen The Northman, but he rewrote it. Enjoy it. Yeah, I, and I just want to apologize that this is the first time that you're... This is a, just I'm sorry, a, this is the first time we met and you're about to read this. Oh, I am... It's not... I'm it's positive. It's bad. I don't... <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were, you were going to be like, yeah, you have to read for bitch one, whore two. That's usually what it is when I... No, I'm... no, he, he did the Northmen. There's no way that, that women are probably properly... <laughs> There's Yeah, they're properly... Uh, I address it. <laughs> but there is a female character for once. Thank you. And all she has is a sex scene. So. <laughs> this is a script for the <laughs> North Man. North Man. Oh, North Man. Oh, the North Man. I like the North Them better. It just feels more North progressive. Them. <laughs> or Them North Man. Yeah. <laughs> That's someone from Southern Missouri referencing the movie. The North <laughs> Yo, you see that? You see them, Northman? <laughs> um. Anyways, we're ready to get started. Dan, I'll record an intro separately. Okay, I'm um, I'm recording on this end, and it looks like it's it's my mic. You can hear. You sound out right. of your mic too. Yeah. Okay. Here. Good. Are we good? Yep. Okay. Um, let me see if I got this there. Oh, and I do have a get to know you thing. Excited for you to see. Let me pull that up actually before we actually get going. I'm gonna get to know myself. Is what's gonna happen. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. It's like I can never remember. Like I can remember the last movie I watched. I watch a fucking two movies a day. It's my only what? hobby. I don't really? know if we've talked about this. No. You said you're watching movies with a seventy year old. 
I was watching a movie with 70-year-olds, and I was reading that Tarantino book, and I keep stopping it every page to what let's Tarantino save it for the podcast. Okay. <laughs> let's save it for the podcast. I'll tell you this. <laughs> I just worry that every question you have, I'm going to have five answers. I'll try to keep it to one and a half. Okay. I got to name stuff better shit. I can never find anything because it's always like called like the nothingness, the dumb doc you need to rename Kyle. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Now we got the thing. Hey, everybody. This has never seen it. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen before. Today, having never seen The Northman, The Northman, the, anyways, having never seen Northman. that movie, The North, The Northman. The Northman. <laughs> it's, a, it's actually only a Northman if it's a men from the region of North. Uh, have been here for the very first time. Dan Wilbur is here. Dan, thank you Hi. for joining us. This is such a pleasure. Big fan of your comedy <laughs> and... Uh, as a person. Oh, hey, thanks. Well, let's. We're gonna go break real quick. I'm gonna play my whole album. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to uh, say that you know, before we even knew each other, because I knew you from like Twitter and stuff, and I knew you from shows, but I don't. I didn't think we had been properly introduced. And I just want to put you on the spot to see if you remember this. We were at a barbecue in the park, and we square danced, and that's the first time that we met. So. Sure. Just enjoy yeah. that yeah. for the listeners. <laughs> I just wanted you to know the context of our Not friendship. only do I remember it, but I have a clip of it. We're going to go to break real quick. I'm going to play that clip. I've shoved in all of my ad breaks in the first 16 I just, seconds. I just wanted to say, like, what a great way to get to know somebody. Yeah, it is. <laughs> to, we, to I also square dance. Sort of know them and square dance. School. Did anyone else do that? I did. Yeah. yeah. Everyone did? Yeah. Oh, Bailey Norton is here. I didn't introduce Bailey. Just a my <laughs> conscience telling me that I square that was danced. My, uh, wow. Other voice. My second voice. <laughs> Dan's two people, um, and the other one is frankly me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wait. I thought that was kind of a Missouri thing, square dancing in school. I don't know. Dan, Dan you're not Ohio. from Missouri. Ohio. Oh, I did in Ohio. So, mm. and Ohio's just, it's all just one big mass of... Uh, yeah. States? Well, is Ohio part of the chef with the little chicken skillet? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's no, the Iowa. Iowa. The no, I think that's straight down. That's no. how you remember where Kentucky is, is because yeah. he's cooking, cooking right. chicken. Yeah, oh. yeah. Wow. That might be right. People are going to say the smartest podcast has never seen it. <laughs> yeah. They weren't, Ohio we weren't allowed. The we, weren't, we were not allowed to learn about other states. It was us <laughs> and Texas. Then and you everyone in Ohio. Look at a map. Yeah. You learn about Florida when LeBron James went to play for the Heat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, well, hey, thank you for being here. The Northman. Northman. The Northman? I, I don't. North, the Northman. Would you say it's the Northman? I was going Northman because of my uh, my study of linguistics, is that it's. And pretty much all I know about this movie is like Norse, like you'd be like a Norse man, the Norseman, right? Like you'd be like they're Vikings. I hope, or this doesn't make any sense. The script I wrote at this point, everything I associate with Vikings is uh, weird Twitter reply people kind of being <laughs> probably white supremacists. Yeah, well, well, that plays a role. <laughs> <laughs> well before we get in and this really. is it's directed by i remember this is robert eggers who looks like he should be in this movie and <laughs> also the only thing I, i've seen a lot of his movies all of his movies have the same poster tone does that yeah. make sense he's yes, the lighthouse ominous. the northman the witch Dread. with the two v's um they're all sort of like i think that makes sense i think that'll play on audio yeah they'll get it <laughs> it's an A24. So this I this is I googled this after I wrote was uh that he made all these movies for A24 and that's how I knew him. So I've actually seen The Witch and I've seen mm-hmm. the other ones. Lighthouse. Whatever you Lighthouse. Lighthouse is genuinely a a, a treat if you haven't seen it. I haven't funny. seen it. Oh my god, it's oh. it is terrifying and incredible really? and it is It is like a, a lot. it's a horror comedy basically. A yeah. horror comedy period piece about mm-hmm. a lighthouse. <laughs> And uh, it read it feels like a Melville short story. It feels like an ominous like, uh, or, or or like Edgar Allan Poe if he was writing I about. I almost think the lighthouse feels like a very committed SNL pre-tape by Robert Pattinson <laughs> and Willem Dafoe. Yes. but it's like one of the great ones. Yeah, because you yeah, it's so absurd, but it's also horrifying. Yeah. 
Um, it's a good, yeah. it's a good like art school movie. Yeah, Robert Eggers, <laughs> I, I believe his might either he owns or is the property of his psyche is owned by A twenty four. It feels like, yeah. like they're just like once you have thoughts, we get first, we have first dibs on your thoughts. <laughs> right. Well, so that's what's interesting is that Northman, the Northman. Well, he switched over to Focus Features, which to mm. me is like you, you might as well be Disney to an indie. You're gonna you're gonna <laughs> wow. leave the indie. Focus Features is yeah. 2004 yeah. indie, and you gotta. They're too big. They're too hey, big now. So hey, you sold Eggs, out, man. You're so 2000 and late. <laughs> what do you mean he won't take my call? Um, before before we get into your script, because this is your first time on the podcast. We are going to get to know a guest, and the way we get to know a guest is I ask questions to Bailey, and Bailey answers what she thinks probably would be your answer for the question. All right. Oh boy. Um, the newly guessed game, if you will. Yeah. If oh, you're yeah. Lis- if you're listening, I look like I directed a short film, and I'm here to promote it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta. You look I'm like you're bearded. nervous about insulting focus features. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I am. I am. Please go back and cut uh, what I said. Now we're gonna take your Criterion copy of Eternal Sunshine and break it in half. <laughs> <laughs> I assume they made that. That feels like they it, did. They that did. That feels make like it. when Focus Features was a twenty-four. Yep, that's exactly right. That yeah. and Lost in Translation. Yeah, you know, you know, soft-spoken men. <laughs> the decade of soft-spoken men belong to focus features. What if comedians uh, weren't talking with their butts? A whole distribution company is made. Uh, okay, so I'm going to ask some questions here. Bailey, you answer what you think Dan would probably answer. And then Dan, you'll answer and we'll see how close Bailey got. Does that make sense? All right. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to almost certainly offend Dan. <laughs> oh, I think the power of suggestion, I'm just going to agree with Bailey every time. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, I think I'm like a four-year-old when it comes to talking about movies. I'm like, that is, the Lego movie did deserve an award. Okay, go ahead. So. Question number one, Bailey, what did Dan, aside from The Northman, were there any other movies or shows they considered doing for the pod? Ooh, what movies or shows has Dan not seen? Um, Dan was gonna do Dan in real life, but then landed on the North Man instead. The North Dan. The North Ooh, Dan. The North Dan in real life. Yeah. Well, I I gotta tell you, uh, I told Kyle as a joke that I was gonna try to first write. The reboot of Pinocchio, the dark <laughs> reboot, uh, because I haven't seen it, but and I haven't seen the original Pinocchio in a, in quite some time. So yeah. I thought it would be really funny to do. And then I just wrote like three pages of a about a man crying in a build a bear. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't think I don't think this is gonna translate into anything comedic. <laughs> oh man, it was kind of fun. That's I got so something good. Out. Oh, that's very so, funny. I assume it's like that. <laughs> Uh, well, close. I would love yeah. the North Dan in real life, which is the Northman with Dane Cook. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is I've definitely seen Dan in real life, but I think I could do it on this show because I have no memory of what it's about. I think I saw yeah. it in the theater. <laughs> I don't have any idea. It's like Steve Carell. It's good. It's falls really good. in love with a woman the at a bookstore, so he breaks yes. up his brother's okay. engagement. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm he there. He's laying on pancakes. That is. That is what happens. You're, t- you're thinking of Pan in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Pan in real Dan. Panera. Panera in real life. Panera. I'm just, I'm, I'm just free Dan. associating. <laughs> I quit. Someone, someone tweeted that He's pa- all Ben Pan is over here. <laughs> Forget uh, it. I don't even want to bring this up. Uh, Panera, Panera used to be all Ben Pan. Look at oh, talking about Panera's Labyrinth. You know, in some places they call it they call it St. Louis talking. Labyrinth Company. Now we're talking. She takes she takes like a grape off that table. That was the one thing she was. Yeah, supposed yeah, to do yeah, yeah. Panera's yeah. Labyrinth, but in Panera's Labyrinth, she takes, you know, 
broccoli cheddar soup. Worst sack bread of yeah. soup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She takes the soup in her hands and is dribbling everywhere. The guy right. holds his eyes up and all the soup is falling out of his hands. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, uh. All right. So close. I'll give you close on that one. Pinocchio is yeah. almost Dan in real life. Both have uh, wooden <laughs> men ruining relationships. Uh, <laughs> next one. What is Dan's favorite movie? Ooh. Okay. 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 I'm going to say your favorite movie, Dan's favorite movie, is Lord of the Rings, The Return <laughs> of the King. Oh, my God. I got to take my glasses off then. I don't know what that, what that means. I do have the the entire lobe over here, the uh, Greek and English. Uh, never mind. Um, no. So yes? Okay. Damn. No, I do not like the... I don't like those movies. <gasps> what? I don't like them. I can't watch them. I, I try to... I own them and I, <laughs> I saw them all and then I try to go back and I'm like... I, maybe it's the extended cut or whatever. I just, I can't, sure. I can't get into it. And uh, I know I need it as like a reference point. Maybe I should read the books for once. Yeah, Don't if you thought the, the extended cuts of the movies were too long, you should read the books. <laughs> <laughs> From the makers okay. of Wayne. All right. All right. I realized, yeah, that was bad. Just read bad the back idea. of The Hobbit. Yeah. yeah that's I've read that all one. You need. <laughs> they made me read that one. All right, so what's they your favorite did. movie, Dan? They did. <laughs> uh, my favorite movie, I used to have a lot of pretentious answers for this, but now I've come to realize my favorite movie is Broadcast News. Uh, it's a Albert Brooks, William Hurt. Uh, 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 who else is in that? It's It's got... Um, Jack Nicholson? It's, it's a, Jack Nicholson is in it as like the almost like the bad guy and sort of not close to all the happenings in this it's it's about a newsroom in D.C. and it was produced by James L. Brooks, who made The Simpsons um, and produced The Simpsons. And he's, uh, I just think that they're like so good at addressing the subjects. And also, it's a supposed rom com, but like no one gets together because they all have intimacy issues. And it's probably Albert <laughs> Brooks's best acting. Um, and uh, it's just well, I could rewatch it a thousand times, and it's really good if you have not seen it. Wow, it's not transgressive or anything. You know, it's not like fucking. It used. I used to just tell people it was eight and a half, and then I didn't. Ha they wouldn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we could all stop talking. They're like, yeah, I assumed it was eight and a half. <laughs> Goodbye. I don't even turn uh, the captioning on. That's the thing. I watch eight and a half. With I've no seen captioning. it too many times. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, it's that. That's 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 the movie. Great. Uh, Bailey, what movie has Dan seen the most? Mm, Dan has seen Pulp Fiction the most. I'm sorry. It's the fifth element. Oh. Dan only watches movies with numbers. <laughs> I, yeah. Eight and a half, nine and a half fifth weeks. Element. Fifth Someone element. Someone gave seven, that yeah. to me. Someone lent me the fifth element on Blu-ray because I've never seen it, but I don't have a Blu-ray player, so I've just held on to this Blu-ray disc for three years, and I... Have I never talked? You're to like holding to them again. it up to the light. <laughs> like, uh, if I spin movie? this on my finger, do I see it? <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest. I liked the movie, but it was also just one of those movies that was on HBO. I had an HBO house, and oh, uh, sure. I was a latch a latchkey kid, and they would play it like three times a day. And it just is now, it might as well just be a screensaver. <laughs> like I just, sure. And I would watch like half of it and I'd be like, oh man, it's going to be on later at like 5.35. I'm going to watch the beginning <laughs> later. And I'd get all excited and, uh, and I watch I mean, I've watched it so many times. I'll watch it right after this podcast. So. <laughs> you have it on, like see it like it reflecting it in yes, your glasses. <laughs> uh, all right, Bailey, what if, does, does Dan have any movie posters up in his room? And if so, what movie? Yeah. It can be even like at a different time. You can be like in college he had this, in high school he had this, or right now he has this. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'm going to say Dan at some point in his life has had a uh, Batman the Dark Knight poster. Dan, is that true? I've, I've never had that. I was too <laughs> old. I was too old at that point, and I was actually already – yeah, if there's uh, one thing oh, I know no, I about guess... comic book movies, it's people don't hold on past the age they should. <laughs> I'm saying the Dark Knight specifically is like 
I was already in New York, and I would not put anything on my walls. <laughs> I had a big wall clock. It sat on my floor for, for three years. <laughs> By the time that movie came out, you were very like up. deposit return oriented. <laughs> yes. I, was stand- when, I don't know if you've ever seen a stand-up comedian's bedroom. It's mostly a bed, and that's it. it so, I mean, it's touching that. three and a half of the walls. Yeah. Someone say so, eight and yeah. a half of them. Eight and a half. Um, right. I had. I just now. Oh, the movie. Po- oh, I don't have any movie posters. Well, we have these little like artsy, you know, Etsy ones that my wife picked out that are all our favorite. You know, so there's a there's some Hitchcock broadcast there's, news. Uh, there's no broadcast <laughs> news. I wish. There's a there's a Lebowski over there. There's a there is a Tarantino. There is mm-hmm. uh, Reservoir Dogs for okay. sure. Uh, Lebowski I never had the Pulp and, Fiction. And, yeah. Those are I good movies to... that have like good artsy. A lot of people do good fan art things of movies yes. like that that look very cool and don't like they're nice to have around. And I have no examples. Right. So yeah, I'd have to take you over there, but it's like, I've got a Breaking Bad cool. as the American Gothic poster that I really like, where it's um, yeah the two of them in the American Gothic style, like they're standing there, yeah, and that's fun. Um, I just did it again for audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what plays really well? One person (laughs) acting out the saddest painting. I just want to... He keeps doing a scream for my Home Alone painting. (laughs) I had mentally prepared for this question about what I had, because I heard you play this game before, and and you were asking what people had when they were teenagers, Mm -hmm. and I had this big still from uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Oh, wow. <laughs> a movie I do not like, and I don't think I liked it <laughs> when I was a kid. I just thought it was so cool. Yeah. So I was not cool enough for Tarantino. Is I that was not Guy cool Ritchie? enough for Pulp Fiction. That's Guy Ritchie, yeah. Oh, yeah. From the, have from not, the makers have of not Tarantino liked, comes yes. Guy Ritchie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I knew I was like being weirdly contrarian because everybody mm-hmm. liked Pulp Fiction and I was like what about this guy it's British <laughs> that makes it better this way you don't have to understand what they're saying <laughs> I don't need the plot um, okay we'll do a couple more here Bailey who's Dan's favorite actor ooh hmm my god uh, okay okay alright <laughs> I can't think of Dan's favorite actor is Nicholas Cage. Oh my God! Do you think I'm a redditor? Like, do you think I, I don't like, know? <laughs> Bailey's listing lots like... of things she likes. <laughs> All right, I'm just worried that I, <laughs> I give off a vibe like I just I've never left the. Internet. Dan's favorite actor no, is no, no, no. Tarantino in Django. <laughs> <laughs> um, I this is I have no idea, but if I had to pick, it's probably Gary Oldman. From the Fifth Element. Oh wow! In as Zorg, but I, I just think he's—I think he really swings for the fences. And then I was thinking about it today, and I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen him cry in a movie. Like I've never seen like if you're listing all the things that like an actor has to do, it's probably Viola Davis is like the actress. Yeah. Um, or like I was looking up Leah Sadu, the French actress. Uh, from she was a Bond girl and like every time they put yeah, a and then we're all familiar her, with all of her performances. She she's already <laughs> crying like the second they turn the camera on and like <laughs> I appreciate that kind of thing, but I feel like Gary Oldman. Mm. Gary Oldman is who Nicolas Cage wishes he were. I think. Have Nicolas you seen Cage, um, Have you seen Tiptoes? No. It's Gary Oldman in the role of a lifetime, and you should watch the trailer as soon yeah. as you get a chance. It's actually, I don't want to tell you a single thing about it. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll um, watch it. You know, back when The Fifth Element came out, wasn't he going just by Gary Youngman? <laughs> Folks, we're having a good time. Our last question. Um, Bailey, is there a movie that, or a movie franchise or anything like that that Dan loves that he avoids because it makes him feel too emotional or sentimental or sad? Thousand percent Toy Story. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no, maybe I'm repressing uh, my feelings toward Lord of the Rings, and I uh, I just have no <laughs> idea what the answer sad. to this question is. That's what yeah, it has to be. I think Gollum I think the, is just a little abused. <laughs> I think I have a perverse draw to, and I'm really sad I have to say this out loud, uh, I have a perverse draw to Harry Potter because it's about school, and it makes me like miss school and it can (laughs) can just like wash over you but now it's just such a fucking like 
nightmare of a thing to say that you you even like it and uh yeah and i don't mean that like oh they're gonna come after me i mean like she's a bad person yeah (laughs) i do think that it is like it's such a part of so many people in our age ranges lives that you can be like i fucking hate her so much i just i love it and everyone's like yeah you know what i mean (laughs) people aren't (laughs) really like gonna scream at you they're just like look we no we get it i i don't know if i miss school but i do miss structure (laughs) like my life is so fucking chaotic and i don't know where my next anything is coming from at any point (laughs) and at least during school it was like at least i know i'm supposed to go here right i miss being um i miss everyone being forced to eat in the same place like every time i eat alone i'm like i miss making square pizza rise up onto my tray magically (laughs) (laughs) i that would have been if hogwarts just had american public school food and like (laughs) just corn dumbledore like waves his hands like this and just a square piece of pizza and applesauce rise up onto a uh cut out tray they have chicken patty wednesday at hogwarts They yeah. should have done that where, like, there was still styrofoam and stuff, like, in the co- next to the cauldron. They made it look so old. Everyone's old cheering because it's pizza stick Friday. <laughs> Instead, he's just yeah. whole chickens. I have um, a friend who is, like, m- like, does not show emotion at all. And the only scene I've ever seen him cry in in a movie is... One of the later Harry Potter movies where Hogwarts is getting attacked and uh, Professor McGonagall makes the statues come to life and she goes, do your duty, protect our school. And he starts <laughs> sobbing every time and so baffling. Oh, no. So, now, this is more of a, I think this is more of a, like, I know when my seasonal depression has hit. <laughs> when I start them and I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to be numb. Well, and they are also, I'm not trying not to feel anything. They're a little Christmassy. (laughs) Yeah, Christmassy. Yeah, totally. Where they just are like, every time they're like, and here's a lonely boy on Christmas. That's like nine (laughs) minutes of each one. Uh, Okay, well, I think we know pretty much everything there is to know about thank you bailey and oh my god i wasn't insulted oh i you sounded insulted at least three times i'm so no (laughs) you made you made it sound like the person I should be. <laughs> well, everything Obvious. I guessed is stuff that I like. So, right. yeah. well, we're gonna get. We'll be right back, it. and we're going to check out the script for Northman. Hell yeah! Hey, folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there, May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a lot of fun out in Colorado last month and people came out from the shows and that was it's the best seeing people out at shows who who like the podcast is just the best and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy and I'm very proud of the show um like I said the, I've got those dates coming up kyleairs.com slash shows please grab tickets now grab them while you're listening to this send it to a friend tell them to come out Seattle Portland Eureka Oakland uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit, and so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleairs.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute, the best. Okay, we are back. People don't know. That was a 17-minute break. <laughs> So I hope they go buy, I don't know, hats or whatever they're selling in the break. Anyways, Dan, you've never Mega seen hats. Northman. Mega hats. <laughs> there are down, dark times in my life where I'm not, okay, hear me out. Finish the whole thing here where I'm just like, I should just sell bootleg Trump merch and get rich. Yeah, absolutely. I should just sell shirts that say Trump is cool and make a Facebook store and make a bunch of money. You and I probably won't because I'm tired. But that's the only thing that, that, you know, that's the only thing for me. Anyway, so you've never seen the uh, the Northmen, which is often what people call Trump. They don't. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think I do. Okay, I'm not people don't even to, like, say he's from Queens or New York. Like people have disowned him. He's he's a man with no country. He isn't. Everyone he's who's ever where he's ever lived hates him. Yeah, when he leaves. But I the North. I do feel like the. You ever see like people Photoshop him into like onto like Viking things or like really buff guy things, and they're like the savior has arrived to fix the country, and it's right. like him a Rambo. Like, do you so know what insane. he looks like? Do you know what he looks like? <laughs> he's two hundred. He's two hundred seventy-five, or no, he's two hundred seventy pounds, and he's six-one. That's what we right. found out from the arrest doc. I was really happy. Oh, really? Wow! They, they, wow, they dropped the H and Dub in dropped, that. Wow. They dropped it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm happy he's above six foot. You know, he's got that going for him. Two seventy. I'm having a real nice time picturing him on his tippy toes for a mug shot. <laughs> to just try and get over the six like i mean people of course he's over six foot tall his son is the slender guy with the eyes in the hands from pan's labyrinth yes oh yeah like, Baron one of his is sons a is giant, 40 foot tall yeah and the all-time i love when people are like that might not be his kid you're like dude that kid looks just like him it is insane <laughs> unfortunate for that kid he yeah. looks like slender yeah. trump yeah. Um, anyways. Trump. All right, we're back. <laughs> so you, so you're <laughs> got all of that for the Northman here. Um, is there anything you want to pers- like let us know that you knew coming into this besides you know David or Robert Eggers and like all this sort of thing? Okay, so all I know is that um, all I knew when I was going into it was I had seen a poster. I so I know Skarsgård's in there, and then I know from my study of Greek that when you see something like Northman. And it looks like a Viking is probably like Norse or Nordic. And that uh, it took four years of college and all of my money to uh, to know that words that sound the same mean that they are similar. Right. So they really happy with that. Hat and cat. Hat, cat. Well, not that. But Those are two <laughs> things I've that seen. Rhyme too. No, they work. Um, the, so so uh, that that plays a part in this, and then I wanted to say, just in all honesty and full disclosure, didn't know anything. Started writing this, texted a friend that I was nervous about doing this, you know, because I didn't want to look like I don't like looking like an idiot. I know some comedians love to look dumb. And We're looking at you, better, Rowan. They're better <laughs> at comedy than I am, and. Uh, so I texted my friend that I'm going to do the Northman, and then he went, "Oh, it's Hamlet," and I was like, "Well, fuck." Now I got. Now I know. How is so someone if you can spot such concise spoilers <laughs> in two words? Just, just Hamlet. He goes, Thank oh, you. Oh, it's Lion King. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would have been better. <laughs> then I would have been like, oh, there's lions and stuff. Um, but but Hamlet ish. Hamlet ish. <laughs> Hamlet. Anyway, see if can ish put together. Well, you know the one thing I know from studying words in college is if they sound similar, then they do mean similar things. <laughs> oh my god okay well so you i'm go ahead and I, I think i've successfully up? made myself look stupid yes yeah, no, so no i'm cut gonna out the read guests. i'm gonna read the directions i would love it uh kyle if you were ove and then bailey you can be thora and then oh, yeah. why don't i be you could be the rest if you want if they're small i'll be you... the there's only one other i'll be the the ghost okay um, there's another person. So the ghost I'll be, and then, uh, Bailey, if you want to be Claude. Yeah. And, uh, that's a man. Thank and then you. I'll take the last line. I don't need anyone. You know, I want to be ready for it. <laughs> don't worry about the last piece of dialogue. What about Laird? Laird is the ghost. Oh, okay. So just, I was Laertes in the production of Hamlet. I don't want to go out there and say it. You want to do it? No, no, no. the ghost fine. and Laertes. No, you're ghost. Well, but no, but you're already Ove, so you need yeah, to yeah, be. I'll be, be the ghost. No, the ghost and Laird, and then ready for Bailey's the... I'm sure we will... You can just jump in and just do the lines with me if you want. <laughs> <laughs> and then, wait, I do have one other thing to say, which is that I do like this kind of movie. <laughs> it's oh, I bet it's sound, awesome. It's going to sound like I don't like it, but... I, was, uh, I just thought this movie was that one Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> Valhalla? I oh, hope it yeah. is. I'm watching it right after this, so Great. get ready. And, uh, should I, should I open it? Should I? Whenever you're ready, I you gotta please go with the, do your title page as well, please. Oh, uh, okay. So <laughs> this is the Northman, written by Dan Wilber, based on the movie of the same name that I have not seen. Uh, and then I got my email down there, and 
And then it says the spot in North America the Vikings found first. <laughs> so Leif Erikson, that's where I am. <laughs> Wherever that that bust of Leif Erikson is. So I believe you can find that on any 4chan message board that brings up Native Americans. <laughs> oh, no. It'll be that location. Don't don't get it. We'll we'll get into problematic stuff eventually. <laughs> we don't need to start there. Okay. Um exterior, open field, day, green countryside, farmers whip oxens. Oxens? Farmers whip oxen while wearing plastic Viking helmets. Parentheses, Brechtian, anachronistic, low budget. This movie is for people who went to college. <laughs> Single wide shot, slow zoom on Ove. Our hero, 35, played by a perpetually shirtless Alexander Skarsgård. He is too far away to tell what he's doing in the middle of the field, but the action seems vigorous. Same shot, slow zoom. The farmers can no longer be seen nor heard. Only the sound of grunting and metal hitting soil. Slow zoom on Ove. A beat. We're still zooming on Ove, <laughs> who is now clearly digging in the dirt. He is sweating and using a big old Viking helmet to dig into the ground. Slow zoom. He is wincing, <laughs> tossing soil behind him, getting much of it on his sinewy, sweat slick chest and back. You better believe we're still in a slow zoom on Ove. Should be at least a full minute of zooming. Ove is deep enough into the hole that we now see him disappear and reappear, popping up from the ground and then going back down. It is a metaphor for already being halfway into the grave. It is smart and deep and will make A.O. Scott come. Ah! Ove. Yeah. That says Kathy voice ack. So thank you. Ove spits... <laughs> Ove spits dirt from his mouth and dives back into the hole to dig. Title, Helvetica, white on black, the Northman. Exterior, different open field, night. Ove's memory of a battle. Close on Ove's dirt-covered face. He makes a different, louder grunt noise. <laughs> yes. I've never Ove seen Braveheart, lived. so that note was says, lost on me. Okay. It says Braveheart voice, Ack. Okay. Is the Braveheart Thank voice you. when you do it on you a take... voicemail to your daughter? <laughs> Why don't you just, like, a triumphant... <laughs> yeah, you have to say some some racist stuff while you scream it. Scream it like you're trying to liberate Ireland. Is that what happened? Scotland, excuse me. I've completely forgotten what wow. Braveheart's yeah, about. Wow. Oh, man. Cancel. It's okay. The Vikings hate them all. All right. Ove lifts a large hammer and splits a guy's head open like a watermelon a la Gallagher. Note, make sure this does not resemble Gallagher too much because even while dead, he is still litigious. The sound of a traditional... Wait. The sound of a traditional shofar sounds in the distance, even though I'm almost certain the director will not cast a single Jew in this film. Ove lets out a war cry, deep and guttural, to let you know he's about to fuck shit up and hit a lot of people in the head with his hammer, but in an artsy way, not in a Marvel way. Wow, he's really giving it to him. Super, bold, italic, bubble letters. Bam, pow. We hear a lot of metal hitting fleshy stuff. Whoop, forgot to mention that we've been slowly zooming out now. Slow zoom, widening shot that reveals more targets for Ove to hit with a hammer. Ah, boy, he's ready. Oh, and boy, he's ready. It's like Thor movies, except it's cartoonishly violent, so unnecessarily so that it comes back around and it's clearly artsy. He smacks one large man, then another. A tiny man leaps onto his back, stabs Ove in the shoulder blade with a knife. Ack! Yes, that was, that was an ack that was Payne Jerry Lewis voice. They knew. Uh, uh, good. I, it actually was pretty good. I've been Thank waiting you. for that the whole paragraph. <laughs> I muted well, myself. I'm really <laughs> Ove swings the hammer over his shoulder into the face of the small man. An instant kill. Slow zoom widens more, and we see the chaos of battle lit by several fires. Ove makes that angry, inscrutable model face he makes while... He makes, and you can't tell if he's mad or sad or fine with what's going on. A stoic look, like when you show a piece of art you're really proud of to your dad. Frowny face. Put the frowny face the colon in the open parentheses. That is so good. Um, it's very, you know, so that face. The face your dad makes when he's, he worries that you should have gone to law school. Okay. Exterior, open field, morning, slow zoom, drone shot. 
Ove stands in the same spot on the battlefield. Still smoldering piles of wood and dead bodies surround him. He is the last man standing. The camera zooms until he is the only thing filling the frame. This takes a full 45 seconds, so people really understand that this movie is good and serious. Uh? Thank you. That Tim Allen voice. Thank you. His hammer, his hammer held at his waist droops. This signifies that his bloodlust has been metaphorically sated in a near sexual way. Interior, Ove's hut, night. Ove's hut rhythmically could not sound more like a Brooklyn restaurant. Ove's hut. You get a free pizza with every beer. Ove's hut. You get a free whatever Vikings ate. I, don't know. I, was, like, I was about to say, free I don't know mutton. we've both done bad comedy at Ove's hut before. <laughs> Here's your drink ticket. It comes with a pizza. <laughs> Ove is rhythmically pumping into Thora. 30, thin, the way Vikings weren't, but we got a movie to sell here. Thori, Thora wears a full wolf hide, including the head, which shakes on her scalp as if the dead animal is trying to eat her. Ove and Thora are the first furries. <laughs> The pair are lit only by orange fire in the corner of the hut. Ove's face is speckled with sweat and mud the same way it was on the battlefield while digging the grave. Think about it. Beat. Another beat so you can reflect on how his face looks the same in battle as it does during sex. And, and as it does when digging a grave. It's deep. Fuck you. They continue having sex. Thora screams with pleasure. And the wolf costume falls off. Ove pulls out and walks to the window to stare out at the moon. It is clear from his expression on his face that he never comes. <laughs> we, we see his erect penis in silhouette at the window. This is rare. And while it will give us an NC-17 rating, I would really like to see it more often in movies. We as a society are ready for this. Yes. Slow zoom on the shadowy erect penis. Zooming. Keep zooming. Thora interrupts this tense moment. You fought well. Your father would be proud. Hell yeah. Are the, are the Skargsgards British? They're like uh, Danish? What are they? They're like Norwegian or something. Yeah. Danish? Norwegian. I, I literally always call them Midsummery. They're like Scandinavian type. Scandinavian, okay. yeah. yeah. No more talk of battle. Okay, that's it. <laughs> I, need, I, I need mead the way a flower needs the sun. Thora looks down at the floor and nods because this is what goes for an intelligent statement in period pieces like this one. And you drew for the altar of Venus like a rabid beast. Except she drops the actual C word in there instead of the euphemism. He smiles at her. She's British. So saying the C word is not as bad as when you say it with an American accent. See Game of Thrones. Exterior village night. Ove leaves his hut and walks toward the beer hall. We hear singing in the distance. Before he can enter the hall, a ghost, 65, dead, appears before him. My son. Father. Ove attempts to hug his deceased father, but the ghost floats backwards. <laughs> Ick. Ick. <laughs> Ove awkwardly puts his hand at his sides and breaks eye contact. Why have you come to me, father? Vengeance! Ove puts his hands up to defend himself. No, 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 no. Don't hurt me with your ghost hands. <laughs> You're a big disappointment. <laughs> I want you to avenge me. Me! The ghost touches Ove and Ove convulses. His eyes roll up behind his eyelids and he twitches. Interior, beer hall, day. A vision of Ove's father, Laird, now alive, talking to a group of men at a table and laughing. Cloud, Ove's uncle, sits next to him. They watch as a father and son, who look nearly identical, enter the bar. Oh, this is me. <laughs> Muttering under my breath. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. The father and son approach the table. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> Loud yelps of laughter as people slam their beer steins on the table. Hey, he just said what I said. Men slap Cloud on the back. And they ignore <laughs> Laird and they laugh. Laird says, he said what I said, but louder. Exterior, village, same. Ove is looking at the ghost of his father skeptically. So, 
Did Uncle Cloud kill you later, or... He said what I said. He got a big laugh out because of the thing that I said. <laughs> yeah, but that's, you know, that's not... Kill him! Kill him! Avenge me. Ove walks, Ove walks through his father's ghost toward the bar, trying to ignore him. When Ove passes through the ghost he has another vision interior bathroom day vision of Laird. he is taking a painful shit on a chamber pot come on come on <laughs> exterior village same Laird looks away from ove uh you weren't supposed to see that ove turns his back on his father and walks toward the beer hall interior beer hall same tim meadows as the ladies man stands at the bar Oh, it's the Northman. The end. <laughs> wow. Brilliant. The lisp. I had tr I had trouble getting ready for the I forgot how much of that was going to be me. <laughs> That's okay. That was great. <laughs> the thing I always love about these scripts is I can definitely tell that people aren't just wrapping them up quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I spent some time thinking about what I could cut, and then I saw this should be five to seven pages, and I was like, I got it. If I had a dollar for every interior beer hall Tim Meadows that started one of these <laughs> scripts. Uh, that was I so great. It. it was so it was cinematic. I loved mm -hmm. it. I love Thank the you. idea that A24 movies, or I guess this isn't that, but someone who's in this vein of like a very, like a, a very serious movie is how I would describe it. Uh, just the script just references so many other properties. <laughs> it's like throughout it. it's like you know game of thrones we're doing that you know gallagher and kathy that's kind of what's inspiring us yeah braveheart gallagher kathy if you can merge those we got one of those Batman triple sounds. venn diagram things we think we're the middle of those primary our primary colors are those three and we're trying to be mauve he's trying to catch everybody um i think he's great I, what scars guard is in this it does it matter it's the it's the skinny tall one it who's one not it? in barbarian oh. no that's barbarian scars guard this is the one from true blood i believe Man, i hope i'm, I'm right i'm about looking that. at the cast this and it's really got the right people in it yeah anya taylor oh, i'm joy, sure it's joy, good anya taylor joy alexander scars guard bjork nicole kidman a guy named clay's bang <laughs> ethan hawk <laughs> willem dafoe this is the this is the the these are the cheekbones I'm looking for in a Northman movie. <laughs> All of these people think about the cheekbones on Anya Taylor Joy, Nicole Kidman, Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe. Those are some cheeks. Yeah, those are some cheeks. Cast. I need to say bones. Those are some cheekbones. You can't just be like them's cheeks are sounds like butts. <laughs> um, I think it was perfect. Yeah. Well, I would say flawless. No notes. Um, you know, and we're gonna play some games here and see who wins the podcast. Dan, that was so good. I'm gonna give you one point, and Thank we, you. we will be <laughs> finally. Right, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. The score is three to two. I gave everyone two points just for <laughs> figuring out Zoom inputs early on, <laughs> so it was tied. And then it's one to nothing. After that, Dan is ahead because he wrote a script. We're going to play a few games here on the podcast. Uh, Dan, thanks again for having never seen The Northman and, and telling us what you thought it was. The first game we're going to play is called Before and Afters. Before and Afters. How this game works is two movies have been smashed together into one movie. I will read you the smashed together plot. You have to tell me the smashed together title. So sort of uh, some examples of titles would be Fargo, um, Northman on Wire, A Wire or whatever. What's that movie about the guy Man who on walked? Wire? Yeah. You know, Northman on Wire. That's a movie about movie. A, a Viking who walks between the World Trade Buildings. Um, <laughs> sure, they were still sure. up in the year 12 AD. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> you know, those are some uh, uh, Saving Private Silverman, The Wolf of Wally Street. These are all haphazardly thrown together. Man, I'd watch they, that. They will. Oh, the Wolf these? of Wally Street. Oh yeah, I got some stickers. You. Should I want to do uh, uh, Barb and Star go to Midsommar. Oh my god! <laughs> like that's, that's so just good. like my best idea for their sequel, and I I yes. really like them to call there me. You go. Oh oh yeah, that's good. Um, imagine if that Street. robot only dated people who are twenty five and under. Uh, <laughs> and the Wolf of Wally Street. He's like, I only date people who are two thousand five hundred and under. Sorry. <laughs> 
So I'll read you the plot. You guys can compete one against one another to try and come up with these smash together titles. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. Here we go. Number one. After a one night stand leads to a pregnancy, a slacker attempts to fly his house to South America using a bunch of balloons. Knocked up. Knocked up. Everyone gets we did it at Bailey the same gets time. one we full did. point. Dan, you get. Wait, are we working together? Three quarters of a point. No, I think we're. It's up I to think you guys. It's up to you us. can work together if you <laughs> want as well. Up. Um, I don't know how you're supposed to say it. You said it literally, <laughs> just the same title. <laughs> Two P's. We're not getting this away from it being good. That's important. <laughs> All right, number two. They're going to get a little bit more difficult as we go along. Um, number two, a group of animals helped by penguins escape the Central Park Zoo to explore the world and get caught up with the biggest, most paranoid drug lord in Florida. What the fuck? Um, a group of animals helped by a bunch of funny penguins escape the Central Park Zoo to explore the world and get caught up with the biggest, most paranoid drug lord in Florida. Um. Okay, so it's uh, Madagascar face. Madagascar face. Nice. I don't have anything to wow. celebrate. I, I, I was going to try to pick it apart, but I don't need to show my work. <laughs> you know what I mean, I don't need to show you the math that I did in it's, my head. It's we bought a zoo brick. All right. <laughs> we bought, we blow a zoo. We blow a zoo. <laughs> we blow a zoo. <laughs> Those, I believe, were the original furries. Um, all right, next one. Uh, a group of high schoolers make a pact to lose their virginity on prom night, but the festivities are interrupted by a group of terrorists who take them hostage and must be stopped by a New York cop in a tank top. Um, okay, so it's Die Hard and clock, Cock Blockers. Die, die oh. Hard. Or no, it's... Or it's... I don't know American, either of these. I don't think American Pie, they make that pact. They're just trying to lose their virginity, so... It's got to be... What if I told you they do make that pact? <laughs> oh, they do make that pact in American Pie? So then it's American Pie Hard. American Pie Hard. Brilliant. Six to three. Dan is winning. The oh, winner shit. has to edit the episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the winner inherits I've already spent too much time on this. <laughs> As you all can right, tell from my long-winded script. These ones are all worth two points. <laughs> While shooting a war film, the director drops the principal actors into the middle of the real world, a central region of Italy where they purchase a rural villa. Uh, uh, okay, wait. It's wait, read it one more time. Tropic Thunder and... While shooting something. a war film, the director drops the principal actors into the middle of the real world, a central region of Italy where they produce, or they produce, they purchase a rural villa. Um, fuck. Uh, I don't know. What are they? What are they? Uh, un, under it? the under the tr under the tropic sun. <laughs> I don't know what under the Tuscan sun is about. You were very close. <laughs> oh, tropic thunder, the Tuscan sun. Tropic thunder, the Tuscan oh! sun. I'm an you idiot. You get. You still get it. No, you. I'm still such get an it. idiot. That's two points for <laughs> Bailey. Dan loses four points. <laughs> <laughs> for not even doing the pun. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. I can't believe I get I've never seen that movie. Tropic Thunder just, the Tuscan Sun. Yeah. All right. What do we have? 17 left. Uh no, there's two left. Here we go. <laughs> Which ones haven't I done here? Here we go. Uh a mockumentary following a metal band struggling to get back on the charts who accidentally witness a murder while smoking a rare strain of marijuana. Uh, these these last two are, some would call, a stretch. Spineapple Express. Spineapple Express. We'll give you one of those points. So this is when Spinal Tapple Express. Oh, my spine God. Spinal Tapple Express. Oh, nice. my God. That's so much <laughs> so better. That I this is Spine Tapple Express. Spine Tapple Express. That's great. <laughs> Our final one. And if you thought those ones didn't work, hmm. a jazz drummer is a jazz drummer is pushed by an abusive instructor, an obsessive compulsive man who is rude to everyone he meets except one waitress who serves him at a diner every day. Whiplash, Whiplash as good as it, as it gets. 
Good Does job. everyone know the plot to as good as it gets except That's me? like my favorite movie. It's so good. It's another it's really good. Another uh who made that? Was it another James L. Brooks movie? Who made broadcast news? Have we brought it all the is way around? It? Yes, on I purpose too. I believe it is. <laughs> we did this all on purpose. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'll be very sad, but all I right, think the, it is that, that level of if you like no way those, to figure if out you like that movie, movies. you gotta see that. I'm going <laughs> to. News. I love that movie. Yeah, hey, finally. Stop making this not about me. <laughs> <laughs> don't no, don't you guys talk about stuff when it's not through me. <laughs> uh here we got a couple more games. My dog is awake. Here we go. This next game is this is a new game, pretty new game. It used to be called Letterboxed Guessing Game the Game. I'm now calling it What's in the Boxed. Uh, nice. Uh, what's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to work on the theme music for that one. <laughs> There's another one that, that was on HBO every day, and I think it messed me up. No. Probably. Child. Probably. <laughs> Such a normal movie. I like couldn't, you can't, I can't quite hear like what the theme song is. And oh, so. I just made it and the levels are not good. It's, well, I looked up happy, upbeat, joyous music on Ben Sounds and then I added Brad Pitt yelling, What's in the box? I didn't, I thought it was you reading that <laughs> scene. Uh, I wish. Yeah. I think we all do. <laughs> uh, so here we go. This is called What's in the Box. How this works is, you are you both familiar with Letterboxd, the website where anybody can review a film? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they write them. It's kind of like turned into sort of a fun social media, <laughs> no. blah, blah. How this works is I will read you a re five reviews from a movie. <laughs> you have to tell me what movie they're reviews of. They will get progressively more obvious, but be worth <laughs> less and less points as you guess them. Does that make sense? Yes. You guess it after one, that's worth five points. You guess it after two, that's worth four <laughs> points. You are only allowed to guess once. So if you guess and you're wrong, you're out for that round. Uh, today it is Keanu Reeves edition. I decide, It makes a lot more sense to have a category, so I'm not like, here's any movie ever. The review is crazy. <laughs> any guesses? Um, so these are all these are Keanu Reeves movies. Oh. We have four of them. I will read you, so uh, like I said, the reviews will get progressively more obvious what movie it is, but you get less points if you wait. Movie number one with Keanu Reeves in it. Literally can't show this to my mom. She's going to think it's real. <laughs> the Matrix. That is The Matrix. I'll get oh, this five I points. Gone, I should have gone for it. I was too um, scared. I thought these were all pretty <laughs> obvious, but I thought they were very funny. Here's the other reviews for The Matrix. Me and the boys calling each other by our gamer tags in real life. <laughs> uh, when I saw this film is ahead of its when I say this film is ahead of its time I mean it was one year before Lincoln Park came out uh, <laughs> funny how the color green didn't even exist until this and then the most obvious one was putting the red pill up my ass just to see Morpheus's face <laughs> all five or four four to five star reviews so that is the matrix five points for Bailey here we go what uh, Ken Reeves movie is this or view four. New movie. Gay. Five stars. <laughs> I will say that like Letterboxd is like very pro queer website. Like it's all right. it's, basically it's people like decoding older movies. Like, come on. You know what I mean? It's like very much like that. Yeah. So gay, five stars. <laughs> Matrix oh, po point break. Point break. It is point break. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, the one that gets me a little razzed. You know what here's I mean? The other, here's the other reviews for Point Break. White Boy Summer, five stars. <laughs> My girlfriend said, you know why that movie's so good? Because every man in it is an asshole. Five stars. Uh, young, dumb, and full of cum. Dude, could you be any gayer? LMAO. And did a surfboard like write this. <laughs> Did a surfboard write this? I like. Um, okay, two more Keanu Reeves movies. What Keanu Reeves movie is this a review for? I can't wait to lose my virginity so I can say that this movie was better than sex. John five, Wick 2. Five, it is not John Wick 2. Bailey, you're eliminated. Oh, no. All right. I'm going to wait. This is basically me and my best friends at recess. Five stars. <laughs> uh... All right, for three points. Uh, there's actually six reviews for this one. I have no 
Exclusive idea. for four points. Love how they opted for a minimalistic approach. Four stars. I, d- I don't know. Next up. I like I to no think that he flies basic economy <laughs> to all of the places he goes. No rating. Next what? up. The character who holds a cane is named Kane. <laughs> oh, fuck. I know um, who it is. And f- for is one it, point. Uh, give you guys? I have n- I have no idea. All I can think of is like not a I don't know. Jo- John Wick the first one. Oh, no it is not. It's John Wick chapter 4. Oh, I didn't and see And the it. final review is they should show okay. the last hour on loop in the Louvre while they reenact it outside and destroy the Louvre. <laughs> <laughs> I Five knew stars. it was John Wick Dang. 4 with the, I like to imagine he flies basic economy to all the places yeah. he goes because I had the same thought. I'm like, when do we see this man in an airport? Right, he's just in right. the desert and then in yeah. New York. Yeah. Oh. Um, all right, final John Wick Sounds movie. Great. This is a movie, <laughs> Final John, Final Keanu Reeves movie. This movie has Keanu Reeves in it. Um, what movie is that Keanu Reeves appears in? Is this a review for? For five points. I don't think I'll be okay after this. <laughs> five stars. For four could points. Be, it could be any I, of them. I, I, I took out the character's <laughs> name, but it says, the new character, I'm trash, me. Wow, he is me. Three and a half stars. <laughs> For three what? points, what Keanu Reeves movie movie that Keanu Reeves appears in is this? I just want them to be happy. Can we please just fucking do that? Four stars. <laughs> is it The Matrix Resurrections? The newest? It is not the Matrix? newest Matrix oh. movie. Because they're like in love, maybe, sort of. Uh, every review of The Matrix is really hilarious watching them try and make Trinity straight. That's every <laughs> review of every Matrix movie Man, on Letterboxd. website. Um, here we go for two points. What movie that Keanu Reeves appears in is this? Bailey, you're the only one left. Just sobbing in a movie theater full of children. Nothing has changed with these. Five stars. Full of children? John Wick 3? I don't no, know. No, it is not. For one point, you guys can both guess here. Forky is our nihilist to existentialist. Toy Story oh, 4. Toy Story 4, Toy Story 4. Yeah. He plays, what is he, the, like a, the stuntman? Uh, yeah, there were like clues that it was a, a franchise, and I still couldn't figure it out. I didn't. Even I love the Keanu review. Was in it. I love the review. Forky, I'm trash. Me, wow, he is so me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, plays, I think um, removing Forky really makes that impossible. <laughs> who is a uh, who? What is he? The stunt man in that one that drives a little stunt motorcycle. Oh. Okay. Well, we all did good on Should've that known. one. Good thing I wrote that game up. <laughs> and made a fucking theme song. I just feel bad that there's like uh, dead air where we both have to really no, think okay. hard about. People will what... be screaming. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, "It's Toy Story 4 um, So the current score is fourteen to twelve. Dan is winning. Oh, Our no. final game that we're playing today is called uh, Guess What Movie Trailer. Kyle's dad is describing having never watched a movie <laughs> and only having heard of. I fucking forgot the name. How this works is my dad watches a movie trailer. He describes what's happening in that trailer. He has no idea what the movie is. He does not know actors. He has not been to a movie theater since Space Jam 1. You have to tell me what movie this is a trailer for. It can be any movie ever. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. This is for three points. Okay. This preview has been approved for all audiences. <laughs> How is that car underwater? Quick shots, a baby being born, a button flying off a shirt, and now baseball, football. A guy is wandering through the woods, a lot of voiceover. Now there's a very tall man. Time is now frozen. Everything seems exciting. A giant field of flowers. It's colorful and exciting. They're at a carnival in a nice little town. A lot of wild things. 
seems like a whole life of stuff. He just wants to know who he really was for once. Is that it? <laughs> well, I think he's stretching now near the computer. <laughs> now that's it. <laughs> Did anyone see him uh, stretching? Is it uh, uh, Benjamin Button? It is not Benjamin Button. Oh, uh, I think I just heard the word button and. I thought the same thing. Is it? Uh, is it Big Fish? It is Big oh. Fish. Oh. Wow. Congratulations, Bailey. Three points. And the winner of today's episode, I will send you the wave files and the video <laughs> files. Let's get some good clips up for this one. Uh, I'll send you my assets. Bailey Norton. Uh, yes. Dan, thank you so much for being here and oh, having it's never a real seen pleasure. the Northman. Unfortunately, you can't promote anything because you lost. But we... <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Help no, me. thank you, thank you for being here. Thanks for never having seen the Northman. Please let everyone know what you got going on, where to find you, and all that sort of stuff. So I have a comedy album, my first stand-up comedy album. It's called Husband Material, and it's out. It's out. I'm guessing by the time <laughs> this comes out, it's out April 12th. So anytime. Oh, wow. For the rest of time after April 12th until the banks all collapse and you can't afford. That's right. You got two weeks to check out. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> so check it out. I'm very proud of it. And then you can find me. It's uh, Dan Wilbur comedy on Instagram, Dan Wilbur comedy on TikTok, and I'm on Twitter and uh, that's it. Great. Thank you so much, Bailey, the winner of today's episode. Let everyone know where to find you. Hello. You can find me online, TikTok. Twitter, Instagram at Bailey E. Norton. Great. Thank you guys so much uh, for listening. I want to give a shout out to the people who suggested today's before and afters on our Discord. The podcast has a Discord. It is basically a big message board for fans. You can go to fart.kyleairs.com and that'll send you a link. Uh, so give a shout out to Jack Elwood, Cheez-Its Christ, Masubi, <laughs> and Moist. Uh, who all came up with some of these before and after say the fun part about the discord is you do have to use your real name you can tell um <laughs> no fake names all oh, thank you guys very much for listening you can find more of the podcast uh we got a youtube page slash never seen it couldn't believe that was available still and uh at never seen it show on everything thank you very much this was so fun that is it for us, for myself here at Never Seen It. Uh, thank you so much to Dan for having never seen The Northman. Thank you to Bailey for joining us yet again. Just incredibly funny. Find them both online. You guys know how to search stuff. Uh, we're at patreon.com slash never seen it. I do want to give a big thank you to those of you who subscribe to our physical stuff tier on Patreon. Uh, on, on that tier there, basically, I'm going to send you stickers. I got these before and after stickers. Send you merch. Uh, for every month you're there, I'm trying to send out stickers and stuff. Sometimes they're in bulk with three or four at a time. Just a shout out to everybody who subscribes on, on Patreon. And these folks here for subscribing to the physical stuff tier at patreon.com slash never seen it. Heidi, uh, James, Logan, Brandon P., Devin F., Matt M., uh, I got Consensual Cannibalism. That's a fun little, you know, I'm assuming that's not a real name, but thank you. Hannah S., Jerry, L., K., uh, Brianna M., Quinn P., we got uh, Jesse M., Eric S., Lacey A., Chris J., Vanessa T. as well. Thank you so much to all of those people on there. I appreciate y'all, and, and enjoy, you know, well, you already listened. But I appreciate you guys for listening, too. Thank you. <laughs>